Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3. Night Call with Simon Lim. Tonight on my show, my special guest is Principal Clinical Psychologist Claire Kwan from Private Space Medical. And we'll find out more about what happens when depression strikes in mature and older adults. Who is susceptible and how can depression in older adults be managed? Hi Claire, welcome to my show. Hi Simon, thanks for having me on your show. Now Claire, you're a Principal Clinical Psychologist with over 13 years of experience. What kind of examples can you share with us pertaining to depression in people, let's say around 40 or 50 and even 60 and beyond. Depression is a mental health condition that can affect people of all ages. While it's normal to feel down sometimes, there are quite a few signs that we can look out for, particularly if these signs are quite prolonged or very persistently felt over time. Um, Some might experience low mood of sadness, moodiness. You might even notice some older adults redrawing or avoiding family or friends. And sudden changes to eating patterns or sleeping patterns or feeling tired all the time. These are some typical telltale signs of depression that could strike one um, across all ages actually. And how is depression different in older adults? When we talk about late adulthood, it's um, typically categorized as 65 years of age and above. There are three main causes of depression in, in older adults, even though most of these causes tend to overlap and tend to be multifactorial. But the three main ones are poor physical health, social isolation and loss of very close social connections as one gets older in life. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about poor physical health, you know, as we age and we go through 40, 50s, 60s, into the 70s, our body become more prone to chronic health conditions and we might start to notice more physical limitations. Bodily pain might be more obvious, there might be health illnesses that we might start to struggle with. And for most people, I think the thought of being physically disabled or physically dependent on others, that can actually bring about lots of feelings of frustration and helplessness, particularly when we were more independent or very able and mobile when we were at our younger age. So would you say that depression is a normal part of ageing? That's a good question, Simon. Depression does come into one when we are in our older lives. It's also important to understand that depression in old age is is not a set thing in place. It doesn't come hand in hand with ageing. Depression in older adults can come across quite differently compared to adults or young adults who might be in their early 20s or 30s. Most older adults might complain about bodily aches or bodily pains, you know, there might be more sharing about, you know, the parts of their bodies which seem to be not working as well or they may start to complain more about sleep disturbances or really intense difficulties of falling asleep and staying asleep. And the last symptom that I thought would be helpful to share is this very long lethargy or sense of fatigue that can go on for a long period of time. So these are some of the more common depression symptoms in older adults. And tonight my guest is Principal Clinical Psychologist Claire Kwan from Private Space Medical. So stay with us right here on the show. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3.
91.3. Night Call with Simon Lim. This evening, my special guest is Principal Clinical Psychologist Claire Kwan from Private Space Medical. And Claire has extensive experience in individual, group and family therapy. And she's worked in hospitals and private clinics in Perth, Australia for many years. Now, Claire, earlier we were talking about depression in older adults. How can depression in older adults be managed? I think um, there's three best ways to buffer ourselves against depression. The first would be to guard our health and cognitive functioning as best as we can. There are certain parts that we're not able to control, whether illness might come into our lives at some points or what our physical abilities might be as we age and get older. But certainly to hold an active stance to do what we can to eat nutritious food that helps to nourish our body, that's one, and to maintain a certain level of cognitive functioning so that we keep our brain active when we engage in our day-to-day life with people around us, when we help to distract our mind, you know, for example, doing Sudoku puzzles or crossword puzzles, keeping our mental abilities intact, that is one of a really helpful way to guard our cognitive functioning. Secondly is to have meaningful social engagement with others finding ways to keep connection and keep communication going with people around you to ease the feelings of loneliness and to instill more meaningful social connection with whatever spare time that you might have. And now let's talk about anxiety. You know, what usually causes older adults to experience anxiety? And what's the best line of intervention to help, you know, for adults who are in their 40s, 50s and 60s? Anxiety, like depression, is not caused by one specific trigger. But as older adults deal with frequent changes as they go into their late adulthood, they might start to feel more anxiety because what these changes bring about is a certain level of uncertainty or unpredictability about how to go about managing or dealing with all these changes in life. I think when we think about changes, uh, we will also think about staying and building resilience. One of the very helpful way around building resilience is to nurture and develop a positive self-concept and that could be through your sense of mastery about things that you are good at doing and finding ways to achieve different levels of mastery so that you can build and maintain that sense of self-confidence as you get into your later years. And adults over 70 may fear developing a life-threatening or debilitating disease or illness and they feel that life is passing by and they can no longer do the things they desire. In other words, the mind wants but the body has its physical limitations. So what advice would you have? If one is able and have the means to continue to do the things they desire to do, then it would be helpful to keep the mind and body actively engaged as much as possible. Earlier on, we talked about keeping the mind active, we talked about social connection. These all help age-related illnesses to be kept at bay. Um, There's no quick magic rule around what would definitely help. But what we know about growing older and our body and our mind is when we maintain consistent levels of mobility in our physical body, that's a really good way to help keep that intact as long as possible. And tonight, my special guest is Claire Kwan, Principal Clinical Psychologist from Private Space Medical. What's the website for Private Space Medical? 
www.privatespace.com.sg. All right. And Claire, stay with me right here on the show, okay? I have some more questions for you. Okay. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3. Night Call. With Simon Lim. On the line with me is my special guest, Claire Kwan, Principal Clinical Psychologist from Private Space Medical. Now, Claire, one would think that older adults are more self-assured because they have experienced life. But what if they had experienced some form of trauma that changed their perspective of people and environments? So, Claire, can that be undone to help you know someone rebuild their confidence or overcome that fear? Yes, um, when a person has experienced some form of trauma in their lives, that can be quite an emotional, rattling experience for them. Whether or not we can rebuild confidence and overcome that fear, yes, I think lots of people have gone through physios, um, psychotherapy to help them unpack and make sense of the past trauma. But one of the most helpful strategies that I help clients to build themselves up in therapy session is actually the skill of validation. Validation of your past experiences, the validation of your emotions that you feel about yourself. Validation might sound something like, hey, you know, I've gone through something really difficult. And at the same time, I've been able to come this far in life and hold that for yourself and celebrate the parts of yourself that you've actually managed to hold through despite all the difficulties. Mm -hmm. And if any one of my listeners has bouts of depression, what can they do to remedy those feelings or to even better manage their thoughts? So there's two parts to this. One is to manage thoughts like you said. And the other part is to manage our actions or our behaviour. Actions and behaviours can come in the form of exercise, keeping the body active. A 15 to 30 minutes brisk walk every day. It doesn't have to be a jog or a run. You know, we can start small and incrementally work towards where we want to get to. The mind is the, a very powerful organism where we can use the power of our ability to talk ourselves through things. If let's say, you know, we have a sense of um, being a failure or maybe we have a thought about I'm aging now and there's so many things I can't do anymore. You know, this is it. Life useless or endless or, or lifeless for me. It's meaningless now. But if we're able to replace those thoughts or to find counter thoughts to those to say something to ourselves along the lines of I've got this bag of experience that I've brought along with me through my past 40, 50, 60, 70 years worth of life experiences. How can I make use of these life experiences to lead a life that's worth living for me now? And what's a good formula, would you say, you know, for mature adults and older adults to lead a happier life? Connection, connection, connection. Staying connected with friends, your family, with the wider community. Having meaningful social engagement really is the key. It is linked to stronger immunity system. You can also boost feelings of well-being. Your mood can be kept lifted through all these social meaningful engagement. And tonight, my special guest is Principal Clinical Psychologist Claire Kwan from Private Space Medical. Stay connected to 1FM 91.3. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3 Night Call 
with Simon Lim. Still on the line is my special guest, and she is Principal Clinical Psychologist Claire Kwan from Private Space Medical. And Claire has over 13 years of experience. She's worked in hospitals and private clinics in Perth, Australia. Now, Claire, let's get to know you a bit. Why did you choose this profession to be in the mental health service sector? I have always known that I wanted to be a psychologist. Growing up, I was often very curious to learn about how others think and to know more about what their families are like. I recall often thinking to myself, what is it going to be like growing up in their family? So naturally, I took up psychology when I entered university. And it was then that I realized the specialized work I wanted to do was clinical psychology. This profession is really humbling. It provided me the privilege to be a witness to a lot of stories and narratives into the lives of those whom I see in therapy session. And I really enjoy helping others to see different perspectives and holding a non-judgmental space for others so that they can share their life circumstances. And what do you do personally to stay positive and happy? I mean, what's your own version of self-care? Having moved from Perth to Singapore in the last year meant that I had to get used to a different pace of life, both mentally and physically. My version of self-care in the past year has been to take quiet moments more seriously and to incorporate those into my individual life and my family life. I actually do yoga. I really enjoy yoga. It allows me to come back to my breath again and again, to reset to find the pace of breathing that allows sensations in my body to find stillness. And for the sake of my listeners who may be in their 40s to 60s, why don't you share a good tip in keeping relationships alive? Yes, that's a tricky one, isn't it? I heard of this quote, you know, it says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And that's really, really stuck with me. I tried Googling and apparently it's an African proverb about the value of relationships, the value of you know putting different minds and bodies together that allows you to do more things. Okay. And what would you like to say to my listeners of 1FM 91.3? There's a line by Carl Jung. He says, life really does begin at 40. Up until then, you are just doing research. Thank you so much, Claire, for being on my show. You're most welcome, Simon. It's been a pleasure. And before you go, you got to give us the website once again for Private Space Medical. It's www.privatespace.com.sg And tonight I was talking to Principal Clinical Psychologist Claire Kwan from Private Space Medical. And Claire, you have a great night ahead and a fantastic day tomorrow. Thanks, Simon. Bye-bye. Thank you, bye. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3.